hey guys, I know that right now you're like, wait, I hear voices instead of sweet music. Yes. So we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Zach and I are here, just wanted to tell you real quick about something that we're very invested in, and that's mm-hmm. our IWMC Facebook live stream sale. Yep. Um, what it is, essentially, is the most unique way to buy and get comics for you. Um, all you have to do is have a Facebook Live account and follow us, I Want More Comics. Yep. Uh, at the I Want More Comics page, every Friday and Wednesday at 6 p.m., we kick off the, the Facebook Live stream sale. What does that entail, Zach? Uh, so basically, that just entails that we're going to do a live video, and when you watch that live video, you can buy comics just by commenting right on the video. That's right. Uh, if you're local, you can do local pickup. If you are... Um, out of state and want them shipped to you, we do that as well. But it's super simple. We just put books out um, on these racks. You can buy them. We mm-hmm. put st- we put sticky notes, and if you want to buy something, you can just buy it for whatever price we put it out there. That's right. It's not an auction. You just will put $5 on a Batman comic. If that's what you want, you just put Batman 5 bucks. Yep. Uh, we do it uh, two hours every uh, Wednesday and Friday. Starting at 6 Mountain Standard Time. Yep. And uh, we have a ton of fun. It's a, a great community. Uh, some people just come to just talk to people and talk yeah, comics. Absolutely. So we just wanted to invite you, cordially invite you, to join us every Wednesday and Friday night at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on your Facebook Live app or on your computer so we'll see you then i think we should probably kick off the music and start the podcast let's do it let's go i'm biding my time waiting for a sign to be sent to me to unleash the power of my secret identity but until that day i will stay for the time being incognito lay in love with my rhymes i'm all the like a captain am i an opportunity in the face of distraction action makes me a good guy so I battle black members in the battle like Aquaman. Minions of evil, heed this terrain. It's a parade of polemics, and I love the parade. So I ride into the sunset with the money and the gold, and in my spare time, I still say Through controversy, through sickness, we have finally come to arrive to episode 65. Welcome yes! to the I Want More Comics yes! podcast. I'm Richie. I'm Zach. Is this like triumphant return time? Yeah. Yes. Sweet. We're triumphant returning. <laughs> Who are to, you, though? I would love to, there you go. <laughs> I would love to put in that music from uh, that 80s movie, the running movie. The, the running movie? Yeah. Chariots of Fire? Yes. Oh. Right now. Why, why did I know I, that? You guys are really, that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. That was a weird connection. <laughs> He said the running movie. And and I think it was on the beach when they're all... Dun, 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 it's like you're married. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Weird. Yes, yes, yes. All right, you guys are having your moment. Boring, I hate to break it up, but movie. maybe we should move to the news. Uh, so... The news is I just got this really cool record. All that right. is good news. That is cool. But the people <laughs> can't see it, so they, they are can't. not going to care. They're, um, they're going to care. Local group, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, live at Red Rocks, signed yeah. by the band. Awesome. That is got awesome. a picture of the Red Rocks crowd. Fantastic. That is in there. <laughs> um, really okay, cool. well, so... I um, guess real news. Let's do some let's real news. Let's do some <laughs> real news. Well, real comic news. Yeah, real I mean. comic book news. Uh, some of you may have heard that uh, Brian Michael Bendis is going to DC Comics. That is correct, yes. Uh, leaving Marvel after 17 years under contract so incredible. at uh, Marvel Comics. So that's cool. You can go there and mess that company he, up now. No, he, no, no, no. <laughs> No, no, no. no. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Okay. I, uh, uh, yeah, he worked at um, Caliber uh, back in the day, Caliber mm-hmm. Comics, and he worked at uh, Where are they now? Image Comics. <laughs> and, Where are they now? And then he went kidding. to Marvel. And um, <laughs> Where are they? And, and so I guess a fish, so he's never worked for DC, mm-hmm. but I have found out that he did a one-page short 
story for a Batman book in like the late nineties. Part of like um the No Man's Land. Right. He did like an eight page story. That's the only thing he's ever done for DC before. Interesting. So that is crazy news. I think we're gonna dive deeper into that yes. particular subject for our spinning, spinning the racks. So but but yeah, that's just just that is some big that's giant news when it comes to the comic book world. That's so a, that's a that's that that's pretty big. It's a bomb dropped. Um uh, Marvel has announced that there is going to be a marriage on June twentieth. Marriage. Is what brings <laughs> us together. Uh, June twentieth, twenty eighteen, is when somebody's going to get married yes. in the Marvel universe. We don't somebody's know who. Getting married in the Marvel universe. It's me. Oh wait, I'm already Sean married. is getting married <laughs> again. Oh. Right, I'm already married. It's gonna be um, weird. It's gonna be weird. So, so what do you guys? Do you guys have any thoughts, feelings? You guys are like, oh, they're gonna. Honestly, Cause, cause some of the biggest things so are. So here's here's the thing for marriages and marriage. sudden children yes. in comic books for me. When you run out of ideas, you marry somebody or you dump an imagination kid on them. Ooh, how do you think? How do you kid. think Dakin came about? Right. Worst, one of the worst introduction characters ever. I know this is supposed to be not a negative podcast. <laughs> I can't stand marriages, and I can't stand just sudden well, new kids. Marriage. marriage. But you know what, though? The, the One of the best marriages, though, which is what people are thinking that they're going to do, is bring back Spider-Man and Mary Jane. Correct. And I would put that well, they did a twist, and it was Gwen Stacy. And she well, was what I really think, what, what I put money on? Gwenpool. Not Gwenpool, but <laughs> just Spider-Gwen. I, yeah. I think it's going to be, well, so right now in the comic, they're having a relationship between Spider-Man and Miles Morales. No, Mockingbird. Oh my God! I want to see Miles Morales and Spider-Man get married. <laughs> so Spider-Man loves Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Spider-Man. I think it's gonna be Spider-Man Mockingbird. What I like about you, but, your wit. <laughs> um, You're really funny. <laughs> but um, so wait, who do you think is gonna be Spider-Man and Mockingbird? And Mockingbird. Yes, because he is now because yeah. n- now that he's lost his company yeah, 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 yeah. and now that he's poor, yeah, uh, and he doesn't have anywhere to live, he is sleeping on her couch. Okay, and they are going on dates right now in the in the uh, comic. Mm. Mm. This is awful, dude. So, I know this is it's... supposed to be news. This is terrible. <laughs> I hate marriages in comics. Marriage. God, it's awful. I think it will be. I hope that really happens. Black Panther, not lives, okay, non existing lives, and Riri Williams. All right. She's you're like 15, like, but you You're know. just like... What? What is that, like softball? You're just randomly <laughs> making shit up here? I think I'm trying to throw out my ideas. You asked for my ideas. I did ask for the ideas. It could be that. Were you like just randomly looking at comics? Is that going to be on a shelf <laughs> no. and come up with those two names? <laughs> I think it will be... She's a little young uh, to get married. She's it's true. She's like true. 15 so, years old. Let's go, let's go twist then. Kay. Okay. Rerolling. Reroll this. All right. Doc Ock. Invisible Girl. That would be nuts. That would be nuts. I could tell me you're not reading that comic. Gotta totally think, what about what happens, comic. what happens if it's Captain America and um, Iron Man? No. God, yes. No. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, and um, Agent Thirteen. That would be cool. That would be cool. What if, well, yeah. See, instead what if, of the, yeah, instead of Civil what War, they, they call the Civil Union. Miles Morales <laughs> married somebody, somebody else. That's terrible. Uh, what do you say, man? So what if they do the twist instead of Spider-Man? It's Miles Morales. Morales that that, that, that could be Spider-Gwen. Yeah. They, yeah. So. they were dating. Spider, yeah, Spider-Morales which, which, would be all right. That would be all right. So we'll see. I'm on, still uh, down for Civil Union now, though. Oh, my gosh. Well, so, I wonder how much you know what, man? Marvel's still we do have to commission on the, like, an artist. In their comics, and if they're doing yeah. that, why wouldn't you go with Spider-Man? Yeah. We need to commission an artist Miles to do Morales the cover. Yeah. 
to do we need to commission an artist to do the cover the civil union of civil yeah. union but it'll be like the smash except for he's giving him a ring this is the worst oh, thing God, about yeah. this is this yeah. is actually plausible for this company <laughs> this could happen this yeah. is awful i love it this Great. is fantastic so find out on june 20th 2018 yeah so this is why you're just an employee um the uh <laughs> uh the other piece of news that just got announced yesterday is that uh, Marvel is doing a new book with called X-Men Red, um, and the main leader of that team is going to be the original Jean Grey, who is being resurrected in the Phoenix Resurrected uh, miniseries that they're doing. But they also announced some members of the team here Okay. yesterday, uh, X-23, Namor, Nightcrawler, and a new character named Trinary. So. Trinary. Trinary. T-R-I-N-A-R-Y. And if she has something to do with computers. I think so, probably. Oh. Um, and there's Gabby, one of the one of the clones of X-23s in there, too. I thought she could turn into three and, birds. Um, but anyway, so, so, so uh, we all dip, have dipped into uh, X-Men. What do we feel about another X-Men book with Jean Grey? Um, question. <laughs> do you when it comes really to want Mar- me to start talking? <laughs> when it comes to the Marvel U... I'm sketchy at best. Uh, how often has Jean Grey been resurrected? This, this will is... be her second time. I was going to say, it, they don't pull her out of the woodwork like a ton No, she of died once after Dark Phoenix. I know that she has a clone. Yeah, Madeline they, Pryor. Yeah. And then they brought her from, back from the past. Yeah, and then and then Wolverine killed her in the Grant Morrison run. And uh, she's been dead since the Grant Morrison run, so she's now back. Mm. Now. So, so, so how many years ago was that? Ten? Uh, uh, two, yeah, it's long. Two two thousand and like three or something. Yeah. Oh wow! Wow. So, um, <laughs> I'm an X Men fanatic, so I will of course pick this up. Yeah. Everyone says, "Are you gonna pick it up?" I go, "Well, I get all the X Men books. That's the one of the big Marvel things." I will pick I it up and I will place it on the shelf for our customers to purchase. And oh. and I will and I will pick it up and read it because I do love Jean Grey. I do love Nightcrawler. I um, really want a Nightcrawler comic to work. I think that we just haven't told... I, I believe that there's a story out there that hasn't been told for now. Well, and the writer on this is Tom Taylor. Uh-huh. He's the one who did um, most of the Injustice comics. Okay. And he's been doing all new Wolverine right now. Injustice does sell like crazy. Uh, he's a really good writer. I really like him. And so seeing him get a main flagship book or whatever, I'm down. And the artist is uh, Muhammad Asar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like his artwork, so... Yeah, I'll yeah, check we'll, it out. We'll see. I mean, I, I love me some X-Men Blue, and I dabble in gold, so no. red can just jump on in. There you go. Um, and just a quick little fun little side note. Uh, the other day, I randomly turned on the television to Charlie Rose. Oh, yeah, this is cool. And um, he, he texted he, me about this. He's like, dude, oh, God, <laughs> he turned, he I turned on the TV, look, looked at Charlie Rose, and he was doing a half-an-hour interview with Chris Ware. Um, if you don't know who Chris Ware is, yeah. he's a very independent creator. So, yes, but, he's all, but you he's, love him, and I, well, he's done I know him Jimmy Corrigan's uh, "Smartest Boy on Earth." Mm-hmm. I think that's the full title. Yeah, but yeah, the Jimmy Corrigan books, which actually is actually taught in uh, college curriculum for comic books a lot of the time, just because of the layout and how the story was told. Mm-hmm. But the guy does. He looks at the intricacies of design for comic books as well as telling a story. Okay. Like nuts. Like yeah. uh, some Buildings of the books. and stories. You take it out of this box and you build the building he's talking about. Oh, wow. So, and each, it tells the story of everything that involves around this building you're building. It's crazy. He does he does some trippy stuff, but it's all, it's fun <laughs> yeah. and good. And if okay. you're into that kind of thing like I am and you want to 
Yeah, it was what, really cool. See what comics can do. Uh-huh. Yeah, his, it was, that's what his stuff is. It was very nice. cool. It was a very cool interview. I watched the whole half an hour with him. Um, I picked up Jimmy Corgan after seeing him because I was like, oh, I have never really read his stuff. I've just seen uh, Sean buy it. Yeah, this um, is all stuff I told you to read a long time ago. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and you never listen to me until you're like, oh, some other guy validated you. So I guess it's <laughs> no, okay it's now. not that. It's not that. It's, uh, there's too much, man. There's too much. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um. But so, if you want to check it out, that's look true. look at um, look up Charlie Rose, Chris Ware, um, and it's pretty, an awesome, cool. an awesome half an hour interview. Well, so. if you like anything, I love I love comics history, and this little, this is just one of those things. Yes, it kind he of goes, falls into that. Yeah, and I guess he just recently got a um, article done for him in the New Yorker, and they actually made like a little short five minute documentary, which they showed at the beginning of his interview. Um, I guess there's like. Um, He's getting really uh, a lot of press right now with a lot of New Yorker and people going. He's like an unspoken genius in independent comics. Mm-hmm. They talked to Art Spiegelman. They talked to, um, i trying to remember who else, but some other huge creative independent creators. And they're like, oh yeah, he's There's one of the... There's probably a lot of people that don't know who Art Spiegelman is. Uh, the, the writer and um, artist on Mouse. Thank you. Um, so And some other folks who were just like, this guy's a genius and... If you read comics, you need to read him. That's really sweet. So where can they find that? Uh, Charlie Rose, uh, if you go to his main website, he usually puts up the interviews. um, And it just happened a couple days ago. So by the time you hear this, you should be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Or YouTube, too. So check that out. But but just seeing a comic book creator on a main interview show was pretty cool. That is awesome. All right. And that's it. Okay. Well, with that, I think we should check out our picks of the week. All right, picks of the week. So Sean does not have one. He does not. I know that he uh, enjoyed Mr. Miracle, though. If I was to pick one, I'd say it was that yeah. one. Yeah, I would say that as well. Uh, I, it I just went... It's the one that's all steeped in crazy and... This, well, well, this, this one was the trial. This particular one oh, with the man, whole trial was that great. Was, it was that so was good. great. Yeah, with the carrot... <laughs> <laughs> that was so well, good. And, and, yeah, and just, it just over and over again, are you evil? Do you think this... I'm just like... What's going on? <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to get me to say? Oh, God, it, you made me say it. It felt like a commie interview. Yeah, very <laughs> you much know? so. So, and, and it was like a... It was, it was a coarse conversation to get him to say what he wanted him to say right. so he could do what he wanted to do. Do what he wanted to do. It so. was just I great. Love, I love Mr. Miracle. A yeah, God trial was... in an apartment. Yes. And they're all dressed up in their, super, <laughs> their superhero outfits. And yeah. I, I love the scene with Barda on the couch and she's pissed off and well she's larger than the two sitting oh, next yeah, to her. of course yeah, <laughs> yeah that was the guard is the best and they're like all <laughs> I think that when this is done this is yeah. going to be a long form classic oh yeah I think that when it's it's in one trade paperback it's going to be hot cakes yeah people are going to buy this comic and just lose it it's it's incredible it is it is an incredible book um so if you're not reading Mr. Miracle please please do so <laughs> yes um, and then when you say, oh, but I don't usually read DC stuff or whatever, that's fine. Yeah. This read is, Mr. Miracle. Oh, yeah, this, isn't, this isn't your typical tights and capes. No, it is not. It's, it's, it's really good. Psychological. But, all right, well, let's go to uh So I'll Richie's. move into mine, and yeah. it's a super shocker. I am picking Batman Lost. That um, is a shocker. I know. I, I <laughs> There's no, I would have never thought. <laughs> I mean, it's rough. Uh, I looked I'm, over several different titles, no. uh, and this one just outshined all of them was, by a mile for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot in this book of 
kind of explaining the story of really Morrison and Snyder's histories kind of mashing together. Mm -hmm. And the Easter eggs in this are nuts. There's so many. Uh, It's really they just kind of put all of Batman history into one and then turned it into a psychological sabotage of Bruce himself. Oh, I know. I know. It's so good. The, there, it, it directly pulls from a Court of Owls issue. Yep. And, and it just... Graham Morrison's issues? Yeah, all of Morrison's issues. And even, even dives into, apparently, the future. There's an Easter egg in here that you can see, um, apparently, is going to be the next Batman... 2018 uh, oh event thing event yeah yeah I got it's on like a bookshelf yeah man spoilers I haven't read this yet I'm not giving it away I'm just telling you that there (laughs) is a spoiler yes they said that yeah um but they do go off of explaining where Barbados the god Mm -hmm. comes from and how he came to be and then kind of give you a glimpse at where Bruce actually is yes and kind of what he's trying to fight. Down. Two pages straight. And I, why, are you open, why are you showing me this stuff? What? <laughs> don't look. I don't eat read this shit. <laughs> but it's stellar. Like it is. Uh, I, I loved it as well. The artwork is fantastic, and it does. Like I said, it shows you what he's currently battling during this entire metal yes. um, series as it's been going on. So yes. Well, and then the thing that I really enjoyed at the very end uh, was uh, I got that same kind of vibe that um, they did with. Uh, Superman. Yes, in that uh, old... And, uh, yeah, yeah. In, uh, uh, but the, um, the man who, what do you get for the oh, man who has everything? Yes. Um, Almost, yeah, exactly. Where and I really got that vibe from this comic, so, um, and I love that Superman story, so. Mm-hmm. Having a vibe like that as well, yeah, um, great artists on this. Um, <laughs> so many. <laughs> uh, yep, I mean, the writers are Scott Snyder, Tinian, and Joshua Williamson, who mm-hmm. all three of those guys are... Just killer for me. Yes. Um, yeah, I loved it as well. Uh, the only reason why I did not pick Batman Lost is because I need to um, do something a little different because I know DC's next week yes. for our next one. And so. it's not for me, so I can... <laughs> yeah, I know that it'll be that one probably. But anyway, um, yeah, it's because really speaking good. Speaking of Tinian, he killed it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes, he did. Um, so what about you? All right, so for me, uh, I chose... Star Wars number 38. Do you want to know how far behind on Star Wars I am right now? I, looking at this pick, I'm like, oh man, do I need to go back and read some Star Wars? I actually, I am caught up with everything Star Wars right now. How far? So this is the one that I'm the farthest behind on. How Good far, how far back do you think I am on this one? 25 issues. I need to read issue 2. Oh, oh goodness gracious, Sean. <laughs> For whatever reason, I've read so all, all of the, the other, other stuff. <laughs> yeah. I have not so read this one. 37 issues. Damn. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I might go back and read issue one just to you, you know, you start over. You probably should. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you still like it, though. Oh, yeah. Well, so, so the big deal about this is that this is the first, this is the beginning of the new creative team. Uh, Jason Aaron um, is now, of, now off the book. And okay. the uh, oh, well, I'm done. Oh, okay. the, the writer on this is now Karen Gilliam <laughs> oh, from really? Darth Vader. 
Really? Yes. Damn it, now I really have to catch that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, and it's Salvador La Roca who did uh, the Darth Vader team, so they moved those guys to the I remember when the I main liked you. Star Wars You're books. You're making me read stuff. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> yeah. So um, so this is a perfect... So Looks this like is like the one girl in Overwatch. Yeah. So this is a good jumping on point, because the last issue was, was the ending of Jason that Aaron's run. Big arc. And, um, yeah, all yeah, the 37 issues that he did. And this is the new creative team. Um, this deals with them. This deals directly after, uh, you know, New Hope and all that stuff. And this is the uh, Luke Skywalker and the Rebellion are going to try and stop the um, Empire from mining more kyber crystals from Jeddah. Okay. Uh, right after uh, Rogue One. And, um, okay. yeah, it's called The Ashes of Jeddah is the name of this one. So if you enjoyed Rogue One, and if you enjoyed the um, kind of what they're doing with the, uh, um, uh, that's kind of what they're doing. It's real cool how they're mixing, um, you know, mixing the two. Yeah, isn't that great artwork yes. there? <laughs> so yeah, it's it's uh, it's Karen Gillan um, from the twenty five issues Darth Vader. If you've been if you read the Star Wars stuff, you know that's considered the best stuff that they've done yeah, so far. Absolutely. And that same creative team just took over with this one. So it's only one issue in if you need to, you know, want to jump in or whatever. As you saw, you pointed to two new characters that he introduced yeah. that are going to be some of the main antagonists, I think, for this new um, new arc. And uh, yeah, I've been loving the Star Wars comics. Uh, the main Star Wars comic, <clears throat> for me, has, has always been uh, solid with Jason Aaron writing it. Right. Hmm. But with Gillen, I think he's setting it up to do some crazy Darth Vader-like things. I so, agree. Um, That's a great pick. Yeah, so if you're not reading Star Wars, I can't believe how many people are not reading Star Wars comics. Uh, they're fantastic. <laughs> they're, I'm collecting them. They're, they're, <laughs> I got them all. They're fantastic <laughs> Like the Pokemon. Yeah, that's right. Excellent. Well, I think with that, then we will slide into our Spinning the Racks. Spinning the Racks! Spinning the racks. We're going to discuss the career and maybe future of Brian Michael Bendis. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, that sounds great. Yes. <laughs> uh, because I got no, I got no. I'm just hearing this for the first time to audience that I, we were doing this. So this is going to be <laughs> we entertaining. We talked about this. Uh, <laughs> Last week or whatever. You guys probably two should weeks, be two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> All right, two weeks ago. Uh, we had a rough two weeks. <laughs> we've had a we've had a rough two weeks, but now we're here. Well, because uh, Brian no, it Michael was a week ago. Uh, it was a week ago. It was a week. Ago. Either way. We did, and you get and you gave us. This a, is a. Yeah. You should probably listen to us. This is the weird wife moment where you never listen to us. You know. Exactly. You just nodded point? to us. I wonder. He was just nodding. Yeah. That's what happened. What's the point of listening to you? <laughs> There's um, no valuable information that comes out of either of your mouths. <laughs> your words hurt, sir. <laughs> so, because... So, anyway, Bendis... Because of the... Um, uh, Bendis is moving to DC Comics. He is. It's a big... It's a, a big deal. It's one of the big um, main Marvel guys. You might have to this in, like, a year after he's gotten some... A year after Bendis? Yeah, okay a year after he's got some writing under his belt to see how you guys feel about him and then... Yeah. Because yeah. I want to see what things he completely jacks up that you guys love. <laughs> well, but but I don't think... You have I, a visceral hate. I don't yeah. have a visceral hate of him. I like, I think I like it, Bendis uh, when he does his own created 
creative I love, stuff, yeah, like his I own personal Alias stuff. And Jessica Jones, yeah, Jessica Jones right stuff now. has been good. There's, the image he's... stuff he did, uh, or the stuff he did at Image was really was good. Was really good. And there's not a lot else that I personally have liked. So. Uh, well, and for me, I mean, I liked his. Uh, I liked for the most part his Daredevil run. I don't put it as one of the best things of ever been created, but I like it. There's a whole lot of. How There's much more can I drag this guy's sure. face in the mud? Sure. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed the first couple of uh, years of New Avengers. I thought those that was really good. Some of his um, beginning X Men stuff, uh, you know. So, um, so yeah, I like Bendis. I I don't have any. Um, Regardless of where you stand on Bendis, I think this is a huge thing in uh, politically in comic books yes. uh, with that kind of shift. Someone yes. that was that really blood born into Marvel. Yes. And really kind of even built structurally what we see today. Yes. Is now going over to DC. That's that's big news. Yes. 17 years and never touched DC book and now we're going to get something. A flavor yep. of Bendis in DC Comics. That's yes. a, that's a that's crazy news to me. Yeah, yeah me too. I and don't know of anyone from DC that would weird me out if they went to Marvel maybe. Well, I mean, the biggest thing would be... I mean, I think it would be crazy. I mean, Jeff Johns has like, already worked at... what would this be like? At, uh, Jeff Johns has already worked right. there, but he only worked there for like a year. Obviously, Jim Lee's been there. Right. Uh, Jim Lee's been there. But yeah, I mean, I guess if this this would be like... Maybe Dan DiDio. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, is, it, is like Dan DiDio going over to Marvel? Is that... No. Like, is there anyone on DC that... Is that that if, would... If they gave Karen Berger her own... Yeah, independent yeah, style line like at, at Marvel, that would be that would comparable. be big. That okay. would be big. Um, maybe something like a. Um, I'm trying to think of an artist who's always worked for. They, they've all worked for everybody. You right, know? Well, they all jump around, and, and the, the exclusive contract is just. I really, guess, what it boils down to oh, is you get healthcare. Correct. Uh, even we, though yeah, he did, about that, so. even though he did work for like three issues for Marvel. Yes. But if he's but if Scott Snyder signed an exclusive contract. With, that would be pr- with Marvel yeah. Comics. I would. It would take a little bit longer, but yes, it would be that weird, you know. Yeah. Um. So in that essence, it's it's crazy. Um. So we've already. So basically, I the conversation kind of today. I just wanted to be about, um, his his run, what we've read of him, what we've thought, and then towards the end we can talk about what do we want to see, what do we think we're going right. to see him at DC, Which really things want. like that. So but, but, you know, but for the people who have just gotten into comics, because we have a ton of them who've just gotten in in the last handful of years, mm-hmm. um, who may go, is who's that guy, the guy who writes Defenders? Oh, yeah. Right, right. No, not the guy who did Ultimate Spider-Man and right. uh, beat Stanley and Jack Kirby's. Um, I thought he was just best known for being the guy who kind of looks like Michael Chiklis. Well, kind of. Kind of looks like Michael Chiklis. I'm joking. So, um, so uh, I think the best place to start off is um, he started off at Caliber Comics with people like Ed Brubaker, uh-huh. really small independent company. Yeah. Um, they went out of business, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because most of us have never heard of them. Um, and then he went and he started working at Image Comics. As Sean was saying, he brought he um, you know, things like fire and goldfish and and he it's, it was it was pretty too. heavy crime stuff that he did illustrate and I actually really liked that stuff when he was doing that. Yes, quite a lot. Jinx, Jinx was really good. Yeah, I love Jinx. Yep. 
Um, he but started, like Jessica Jones is kind of an extension of the stuff he was doing right. at at Image. It's so that same. Like it's that same feeling. That same character type. Yeah, we talked about this when I talked about Jessica Jones. He's really great at bringing a a, a realism to yes. a character, taking out the grandiose of a superhero situation yes. and keeping it very like, let's go have some coffee and discuss this. You know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if uh, DC is going to get their rights to Powers now. Uh, maybe. Yeah, that's interesting. What's that mean? I'm lost. What does that mean? So he wrote this little book with, uh, was it Michael Avon? I, I, yep. I know Powers. Oh, Powers. Yeah. yeah. And Powers is printed under Icon, which is the artist-owned yeah, yes. Marvel. But Marvel like, book. But just Vertigo, like, but just yeah, like a Criminal was under Icon when Brubaker went to Image. Now Image publishes those. Okay. They have all the rights to actually yeah. do so that. DC so Bendis actually owns power. Yes, he does. Gotcha. And so, so that would be interesting. That'd be interesting because that would be the third place it's been. Because yeah. it started it. Didn't it start at Image? I think it did, yes. yes. Powers? I thought it did. I think it did start at Image. I think the first like couple volumes were Image, and then a lot of it's been at Marvel. Yeah. Um, that will be interesting. Okay. That will be very interesting. And I think there's still like a handful of... of uh, issues to come out for the Marvel stuff that they never finished yes, up. Yes. I think they're still that stuff is still on the horizon. So even though he's going over to DC, uh-huh. there might be some extra stuff that had been done and in a can and not been published yet and that might be coming out while he's still at DC yeah. but still coming out for Marvel. Sure, sure. So that'll be interesting. That is interesting, yeah. Um, so he goes from Image so, and so, then... Yeah, so that was, I, the only reason I brought that up was because that was one of his earlier... Image. That was like one of the earliest books he did, I think, yeah. for Marvel. Is, is It came over from Image, and that's how yeah. Image, kind of, or Marvel him. picked him picked up, him up. Was from those books. So then at Image, he then he went and he worked on most of the Sam and Twitch um, series that they did. He did some Hellspawn, too, if He I did some Hellspawn, yeah. yeah. But then uh, when Joe Quesada and Jimmy Palmiotti took over as the... New people at Marvel. After all the Marvel Knights stir up. Yes. Yep. Uh, they asked him to come along and um, help them write the ship. And along with him, uh, he was put on uh, Daredevil. Uh-huh. And he created something called Ultimate Spider-Man yep. and the Ultimate Universe. Um, yes. So uh, those two big things really, really um And in this case that. is where I... Well, it was, yeah, it was... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was where I ran into Bendis for the first time was the Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Uh, one of my well, it was definitely from those that they Marvel started going. We'll just give it to Bendis. We'll write it. We'll just <laughs> right. give it to Bendis. He'll write it. Because I, I I did fall in love with the Ultimate Universe quickly. I enjoyed jumping in and being at the start of the universe at the time, and kind of going on the ride with it as it grew. Um, <clears throat> and the again in the same sort of fashion, not as much in the Ultimate Universe as he would have done in maybe Jinx or Jessica Jones or Alias like that, but he still manages to take a very grandiose character like Spider-Man and brought a, a realistic concept to his problems. You yeah, know? well, so so um, when I first started getting into comics, I got really into Bendis because it was the two big guys when I started really getting in and working in comics and stuff like that was Jeff Johns and Bendis. Right. At the time, those were Bendis did was Marvel, and if he did it, it sold a billion. And if Jeff Johns did it, it sold a billion. Right. Those were the big things. So he always comes from it from character. He's right. a character guy. Right. He's not. Too, he is one of the criticisms he's had, and it's true, is that he's not really a story guy. 
he doesn't go, this is how I want my satisfying conclusion to be. Right. He just wants you to, he likes writing the characters. Like, he's the one that brought Luke Cage mm. to the forefront that he is today. Right. Just because he loved yeah, yeah, Luke he did, Cage. He did have a lot to do with that. He made Luke Cage an Avenger, and then right. he and he and the entire run that he did with New Avengers, Luke Cage is in it. So for the eight years or whatever he was on Avengers, right. it was Luke Cage because he loved Luke Cage, and he made everyone else love Luke Cage. Now there's a Netflix series and blah blah blah. Uh-huh. So um, so that's so that's kind of like you were saying. I think Ultimate Spider-Man and like Daredevil and things, he's really good at getting character or characters and really just diving into what they. Right. What they're about. Um, and, you know, sometimes, yeah, you look at a six-issue arc and you go, they uh, fought a guy. <laughs> right, <yeah. That's, laughs> One they, dude, yep. They fought, they fought this one dude. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that's so. kind of where it loses for me. Right. Yeah. Like, there's certain, that's why I think his, his creator-owned stuff is mm. better. Because he's working on characters that he holds near and dear. Right. Whereas, like, the big team books for me and stuff like that, there's no... There's a lot of sitting around and talking at tables. Yes. There's a lot of stuff that I don't. And for me, as a reader, it loses me. But some people do like it. Like Zach likes it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm no. I, like I said, I have no. I have no. Um, I definitely agree. Uh, when we're talking about him, that um, his endings usually peter out. Pretty, uh, yes. Pretty, he, pretty. That's, and that's the biggest place he lost me in his writing and he's, being he's, a fan. Was that? He's he's not. Yeah, um, I definitely think that there's some of that, but, but I do think that um, I do think that some of the stuff that he's done has been great. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, but so after after Daredevil, um, you know, he he also started Alias, which is his own. Jessica Jones, she would not be around without Bendis. Mm-hmm. Creation of his, um, and then uh, he was tasked to bring the Avengers. Um, back to a top tier book, mm-hmm. and he did Avengers Disassembled, which um, shook up the industry hugely. If you talk to some old school Avengers fans, they absolutely hate it. Right. But um, mm-hmm. but he just went crazy, and he and he was the one who said the Justice League are the biggest characters in DC Comics. Right. The Avengers are some of the biggest characters at Marvel Comics. Why aren't they all of them? Right. So he's the one who did the, and it's funny to say it now. But back then, he's the one who said, "Let's bring Wolverine and Spider-Man into the Avengers," right? And everyone lost their minds. You could read about it. Tom Brevoort and people were like, "You're insane! <laughs> you can't do that." That's right. it, you know. And he's like, "You know, they, they go, that doesn't make any sense. Wolverine's an X-Man, and Spider-Man, Spider-Man." And he goes, "Batman, Superman, Martian Manhunter—they don't really right. officially mix, except for Justice League." Right. And he. And it was a huge hit. New Avengers was huge. I was gonna when say that. that I actually remember that time because I was around before an X Man was a in the Avengers. Oh, yeah. I also remember, remember Spider Man trying to selling be, those books like crazy. Yeah, I remember Spider Man trying to be a part of the Avengers and is never good enough for whatever you know. Yeah. Like, so putting those in and it does make sense on a logistical sense, like how you're not going to if this is going to be your best team up, why not have your best team up? You know. Yeah, and it's also a reason why I would buy Justice League is because I got all my favorite characters in one book yes. at the time. It didn't necessarily mean the story was driven really well. It was just that I could see Flash and Wonder and Woman everybody. and Superman in the same sure. page. Well, and, and he started New Avengers with David Finch. Oof, 
That's <laughs> so. That's a really good start, <laughs> isn't that? Yeah. Um, and so he did that for. Uh, actually, I think he did it for like ten years, eight or ten years, something like that. New Avengers, Mighty Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, he did my favorite uh, Marvel crossover from recent times, which was Secret Invasion. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that uh, that one. And then um, the last couple of years, he was given the X Men. He's the one who brought back the original five, and brought them to the future, to the present, and yes. he's been doing that, which I did like. I enjoyed that. And he took over um, for Guardians of the Galaxy once you know the movies came out and everyone right. went, "Hey, Guardians are cool." I think that's where he actually lost me the most. Well, no, that's that's where Guardians you really up? didn't. Yeah, that's when because I was on the fence about him pretty. Like, I liked a lot of the earlier New Avenger stuff, and I did like Secret Invasion, but yeah, Secret when he started putting out yeah. Guardians, I read, I couldn't get past the second book, and I was pissed. I yeah. was so pissed. <laughs> well, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I'm sure that the, this... The, the, I was coming down off, your, off of reading the Abnett and Landing run, I was which say, was, yeah, that's, holy crap right. good. I'm and currently took, reading that run. He took all those characters, <laughs> so and he basically pretended like none of that happened, to me, he kind of shit on all over it. The the Abnett Landing stuff. He just kind of. Well, that's what I'm saying. So did he yeah. try to when he he tried to kind of distance himself from the the voice he the voice he created for the, the characters were juvenile compared to what they were oh, before, I gotcha. which I couldn't stand. I gotcha. And so here's the thing, though. Uh, you're allowed to have a critical, you know, uh, or a criticism of this writer and i think that that in well, itself I, uh, is what makes a great writer there are people that we can argue with for days that morrison is terrible you know right. and i love morrison to death i do too there yeah. are people yeah but there's a dividing, so the there's dividing line we for met a lot some of people artists did like jeff johns right. which is yeah, well, there's a dividing like line for, yeah. for any artist or writer there's definitely i've seen there's a point where a lot of them it's hard for them to sustain quality in uh, their work yeah for long periods of time it's impossible almost you're gonna have bad work yeah and i don't fault creators for that but when you get lazy with your work is where i start getting irritated with you Uh and as much as i love morrison i think his work in the past decade has been fairly lazy to me the writing has been like what are you doing and i felt that way about bendis as well right like i said at that point there, there there came a point when i was like you're just phoning this in dude and i could tell I can tell you don't care right now. You're not even doing the research on these characters to see what they are even about. You don't. Right. You really don't care. And then when he confirms that stuff in interviews, you're like, really? <laughs> right. Well, so, I mean, he did. Maybe he just needs a fresh start going to DC because yeah, he needs a new sandbox to work in. Right. Maybe that's really going to rejuvenate what his writing style is, and that'll be cool. That's 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 my. That's hope. what we're hoping for. That's yeah. my that's my hope because he did come out and say that the last couple of years he's felt like he's played with every toy in the sandbox uh-huh. and he's you know he's like I've done everything that I he's done more than he ever thought that he would do basically he ran out of ideas to tell stories for so. for these characters well and it sounds like at the beginning of his career that which there's a reason why that happened is because Marvel kept throwing things at him yes well I love the fact well, I mean, that pretty much Hickman they gave Hickman because Hickman is a really good writer they said here do do what you will with this oh and we're going to pile all this other crap on top of you that you want you have to do now right and yes. he got fed up with it way quicker than Bendis did and bailed. Yeah. Finished his story and said, all right, I'm out. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. So, and I, th- I honestly think that sometimes when the, especially the two big ones, two big yeah, publishers, publishers yeah. are coming at you with that much stuff and they're like, hey, we're going to put all of this on your shoulders and you're just going to do it. It would wear on you. It would wear on Absolutely. anybody. 
Well, and I can't figure out how Snyder's not writing seven of the titles of. Because well, I think I'm waiting for. Yeah. Well, right now I'm waiting for Lemire to burn out because that mother is. He's I, on everything. I was going to tell you that you I, I absolutely, I absolutely said, love his books, but he's going to get to the point where it's going to burn him out. I was just going to say that you were technically wrong when you said that as a creator you're going to have bad writing because Lemire has been doing so much shit, and I have yet to see something bad from him. Yeah, but he said soft, well, softer stuff even yeah, still. Like yeah. as much as I like Lemire, and as much as I like. Was he Animal Man or was he... He was Animal Man. Yeah. As much as I like Animal Man, I thought his run on Animal Man was okay. It wasn't good. It was okay. Right. Um, Okay. So. Uh, I I like it more than that. But uh, but Lemire, I I would agree, is one of the ones that I'm waiting for the burnout. Well, and also, but, and like I said, I'm... I, I worship at the church of the Jeff Johns, but I, know I don't know does. if there's... Yeah, but Jeff Johns doesn't really write comics anymore. Well, not, not that much anymore. That's true. That's yeah. true. But he, he told his stories, and then they promoted him to a point where he didn't have time to write anything. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. He's he's basically running a company now, yeah. so... But they're... there was definitely a time where Jeff Johns himself had almost everything on his yeah. plate as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but he had a definitive idea and, and things he wanted to say. Yeah. yeah. So, well, and, and so... Um, um, so going into kind of now this Bendis DC thing, um, that's my biggest that's my biggest thing. When people are asking me how do I feel about it, Jeff Johns is still the um, is still the overseer. Yeah, he's running the ship for sure. Um, Dan and Dio Jim Lee are the day to day operations, and they're the ones who make sure that everything's going. Right. Um, but I listened to a podcast with Tom King, and he says that um, the beginning of Rebirth, and a year later. Every creator had to talk to Jeff Johns and to talk about where their book's going for the next year. And they have to tell him what's going on. And he said, he, he actually has helped going, you should maybe focus on this, do that. That's one of the reasons why. Um, that's one of the reasons why. Make, all trying the, to make it cohesive. Yes. yes. That's one of the reasons why the story, rebirth. Um, uh, um, Tom King talked about um, uh, going to Jeff Johns to help him write. Um, um, some of the Batman stuff. Yeah. Scott Snyder went to him and asked his advice for metal. Right. Um, so, so all these creators, it's not just a, you write Batman, go see what you're going to do. Correct. They Where, go, what I are you going to do? In Marvel, with... he was given Jessica Jones and he's doing what he wants. Well, that's things that at 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 um, Marvel, he was the Jeff Johns. Right. People would say, can we do this with Jessica Jones? And he'd go, yes or no or whatever. Right. But now he's at the at that the bottom rung. And I think that what I'm excited for about this news is that they got Jim Lee, Dan DiDio, and Jeff Johns. And if he goes, okay, tell me your year's worth of stories. Right. You know what I mean? I think, that's, I think that that will be... Um, well, I hope it makes him hungry again. Well, I hope it makes him hungry again. I hope, I, I, I I hope, I hope that he's like a, a young boxer trying to come up and get that, yes. yeah. get that belt. I really uh, want him that to be would that. Be, me too. That would be... Um, I think that is the best way, because I will say, as a DC reader, especially currently, uh, we talked about this last night, Zach, that we're just in this weird time where every comic I'm picking up, I'm just like, man, that's amazing. And then I pick up the next one, I'm like, man, that's amazing. Yep. And yep. and I, I do chalk that up to Jeff Johns and his passion for the characters that he's in charge of. Yeah. And he, he currently hires and directs, say what you want about Dan or Jim, they love those characters. Yes. And I think that they all direct that way, and that's how the stories are built. So I don't know. I think it will shine very brightly that if Bendis comes in not caring about these characters, uh, 
and that's the one thing that scares me is I know I know Bendis knows of the, the DCU and cares of Batman and that things like that but I think that the successful books in DC especially are ones that are are built on passion of the characters and the the drive to tell the story that meets well, yes. the character itself. Well, and so and that's one of the reasons why I think that there's not going to be an announcement for a long time. Right. Um, my, I'm going to I'm going to take a shot here. I'm going to guess that they won't announce anything till San Diego next year. Um with him doing anything? Right. Well, yeah, but if they're just announcing a contract, I mean they they well, got to give him time to actually do writing. Right. Well, well yeah, there's that too, yes. But um if if uh, It's not like a comic I happens don't... in the week. No, what? No, 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 it's true. <laughs> But um, but well, they they showed uh, uh, I don't uh, I haven't been following him, but uh, Bendis has been tweeting out his to read pile. Yeah. And the other day he put out um, he put out seven photos of stacks about this large yeah. of DC trade paperbacks <laughs> right. that he's reading, and they're all different. Yeah, he just on Twitter himself he was asked the question about like Frank Miller's best work. And he is like, I know Dark Rate Returns is really great, but I would say that Year One is his best, his absolute best work. Yeah. And that's well, and for Halloween, he put out for Halloween he put out, um, and this uh, I'll I'll admit to you, this makes me very excited. Um, he's put out. Oh, I'm gonna dress up as one of my favorite comic book characters, uh-huh. and it was Superman. Ah. And he said that that was, and he said the Superman, because everyone's like, oh, it's Batman, that's why he went there. He actually said that um, the Siegel and Schuster. Uh, comics that he read as a kid and the movie right. is was his window into DC comics. Yeah, that definitely sounds like it's that's sounds like it's about the right well. time. Yeah, sounds about the yeah. So I was like, there's um, a whole absolute generation that is into comics simply because of the Superman movie. Yes, you know, yes, Mark Wade. Yeah, like yeah, all those guys. Yeah, <laughs> I think Wagner. But <laughs> but, um, but it's been really cool looking at that because he's reading some really obscure stuff. It's not just Year One and. Um, Jeff Johns' stuff. It's like Challenger of the Unknown, oh, Mr. Yeah. Miracle, Plastic Man, all that kind of stuff. So I, I honestly think that they they got this huge hire, and I think that they either have a plan for a big book, right? Um, for like one big book, one maybe one of the big ones, yeah. Um, a Legion, Shazam, uh, JSA, something, some some book that we don't know about yet. But I think that they want him to. Get passionate and go. I have to write Plastic Man. I have right. or whatever, right? Whoever, I have to write Robin. Yeah. And then, then they go because go. yes, <laughs> and because because here's the things that's he he's not at least he wasn't at Marvel. He he wasn't the hugest seller anymore, but right. he's always been consistent. Right. You know what I mean? He, so I think that if you put a big name writer, I mean big name artist. With Bendis on something, which DC does, which, which DC does, I think that they're pretty. That's pretty good team to put on something, right? Whatever it is, if he wants to do a Robin miniseries and right. it's Bendis and Ivan Rice or whoever, right. Jim Lee, right? I think you may get some sales. <laughs> well, so, so with that, why don't we close this out with our hope of how, what we want him to write? Or the so hope, even if with your criticisms, if you could give him a DC book, yes. What do you think? Uh, you'd prefer him on. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. You know, one. like, what would you like to see? Because as you discussed, I think my biggest one is I think that he'd be great in a Legionnaire's book. Um, I know that people have been asking for it. Yes. I think it's a separate enough universe that he'll get to play a little bit further than he usually does. He can do some stuff. And I stuff, think the yeah. history's rich enough that he can really dive into that and, and drive a, a, an would, interesting story. I would love that. I would buy um, the hell out of that. 
uh, and, and again, because I, when it comes to the Legionnaires, I think uh, we've done grandiose enough. Yes. And bringing them that realism that Bendis can bring. That would like be a taking good way to... down to a peg. Like, just one peg. It's not like they don't lose their superpowers or anything. Like that, but no, but make a more personal story. Right, and but... make people who don't haven't read the Legion right. of superheroes go, why are they cool? Right. And I think that he would be, make a lot of those characters not only relatable, but uh, maybe create new fans of, you know, Bouncing Boy and things like that. Sure. So. <laughs> I dig that. Um... The one that I heard, which I thought, the the one that I heard, which I, I thought was, um, <laughs> uh, which I thought was fantastic, and I didn't think about it, is I read an article where where their number one choice was Shazam. Okay. And they said that um, if you look at Ultimate Spider-Man, it is just about a young hero trying to become a hero, and that's what Shazam is. Right. And you could do some great stuff with either, however you want to, if you want to do the new Fifty Two, where it's the family. Yeah. That's tons of character yeah, stuff for him. Or if you want to do the old school where it's just one kid, but with his other family, Mary Marvel and stuff like that. Right. Um, that could be a really fun, uh, definitely interesting superhero dynamic. thing that he could do. Mm-hmm. That, like you said, there's not a ton of like, you know, um, oh, you can't do that. That's, you know, been done. Right. Or, you know, that contradicts something. Right. Because honestly, Shazam has not really had anything since the 40s. Right. Outside He's of been Jeff John's, like, like you said, outside of Jeff John's New 52, yeah. there's not like a solidified... Exactly. But if you, you know, gave him a book, you yeah. know, um, I would love to see him on Shazam. Might yeah. also create a hype for a movie that might be coming out. Yep. <laughs> yep. Give him Black Adam. That would yeah. be cool. I would do that. I like that. that. I, I, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Plus, uh, redefining Shazam in this rebirth era, I think, is something that's needed as well. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Sean, do you have one that pops up? Superman. Okay, I would love to see Superman as well. <laughs> I thought about that. So why, Write his why hero. Superman? If, that's his, if that was his hero in his gateway in his window, mm-hmm. write your window. I, I agree. I would love to see what he would do with Superman. Okay. I would love to see how Superman he... hasn't had the stature that he's actually deserved, deserves, in my opinion. Yeah. Probably since the very first Superman movie. That's true. You're correct. He's everybody. The closest. Everybody's the... like, oh, he's just he's just a Boy Scout. He's a goody too. Too. He's too powerful. He's like, when Superman's written well, he's written well. Right. It's I just think finding somebody to write him well is the problem. The last great big run. Um, I mean, I'm loving this run that they're doing yeah, right now. Yeah, I was going to say, Jurgens is killing it here. Oh, uh, yeah, Tomasi, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, the Jeff Johns run that he did was great. Well, I don't want a gimmicky, hypey thing. like, And as much as the death of Superman was oh, yeah. going yeah. backwards in time, I, I've read the whole thing as a brick, and yeah. it's fun. Right. It's very but fun. it was a very, we have to get this character to be recognized again right. kind of gimmick thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we do? Well, let's kill him. Or yeah. marry him. Right. Or yes. have him have a weird kid. Marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but, but, back I, around. But I agree. <laughs> I, I, I definitely agree with you because uh, if, if Bendis could come on to Superman and make some sort of crazy defining run and we sell 100 copies of Superman. Yeah. I want him to outsell Batman. I would. I would. <sighs> I know, dude. I know. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, I, I know see you're happen. not kidding. I just, I'm trying to. Think I would love to Superman see back too. in the back in the inception of Superman. That comic book sold better than any other Anything, comic book yeah, in Iraq. Absolutely. Until Captain Marvel came around. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I would love to see. I, I would love, love to see, see him too. be able to write a story 
that even had the naysayers and the people that are like, well, if it's not Batman, it's crap. Right. Even have them be interested in that picking up a Superman be, book. That's what I want to see. I would, and and I think that the I definitely you, and I think the come, Bendis of old. If you're going to come, bring it. Yes. Bring your A game on Superman. Well, and that's so what, that's it, yeah. Well, that's that what would I'm, absolutely be bring your name, your Bendis. Bring it. You know. Well, and that's that's what I'm really interested to see what happens with this is. Is that what's going to happen? Are they going to come out and go, he has Superman, he has Legion of Superheroes, peace out. He has Ivan Rice and he has Jim Lee or whoever on those books. Have a good day, everyone. Or are they going to do the, he has a six-issue miniseries here. (laughs) Right. Oh, he's going to do this here. If you're paying somebody, if you're a guaranteed contract, you're not going to give him a miniseries here and there. No, I agree with you. That's just not going to happen. He might have a miniseries, sure, but he's going to be writing these two other books that are bigger books. Yes, I definitely think it's going to be bigger books. I don't think that they're going to give him um, Blue Beetle right. or um, <laughs> Ragman. Ragman's got a miniseries right now. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that it's going to be Legion, Superman, JSA. You know, right. I mean, something like that. Maybe he'll have Luke Cage in that Superman book. Yeah, but hey, man. Yeah, hey, I got jokes. He could be Steel. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Dude, you know what? Um, yeah, Those eyes just lit up. Steel. But you know what? It would be interesting. And I'll write Superman from the eyes of crypto. Yeah. I think I think I think Kurt Busiek did that actually. But um, he did. I'm just. Uh, I definitely <laughs> I definitely think that, and it would be really cool too if he did the same thing he did at Marvel and wants to introduce some new characters. Right. And I kind of think that he will because DC is now in that big. We want to introduce new characters yeah. uh, with their new line of. Um, New Age of Heroes books. From the pages of metal. From the pages of metal. <laughs> okay. But if they gave him a book, I'm sure, if, if he did a Legionnaire's book, yeah. there would be a new, new Legionnaire yeah. that, that <laughs> yeah, would absolutely. come out of nowhere. But um, I think that the most important thing about this entire thing is, is getting us to talk about comics, and that's why this is big news. Uh, I think looking forward, it's it's going to be interesting. and I, I, I can't wait. Good or bad, it's always good to talk and be able to be able to have something so big that you can really discuss and break it down. So. Well, and uh, as soon as the announcement comes of what he's going to do, whatever it is, there's going to be tons of discussion about oh, that, yeah. good or bad. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so until that happens, uh, we will catch you next time. On the flippity flop. No, I didn't say it on purpose. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <Edit> you <laughs> See you guys later. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. still here?
Alright, if you guys are here, we're just doing a last little announcement here that uh, I Want More Comics does two book clubs every single month. That's right. The uh, second to last Thursday and the last Thursday of every month we have a book club. Uh, the second to last is a manga book club where we sit around and we talk about different mangas. Right now we're going through the Dragon Ball Saga. Um, once we get through that, we'll be going through other famous mangas that people uh, would like to sit, read, and talk about. Yeah. The last Thursday of every month, we do a comic book uh, club yeah. where we pick different things. We've done things like Day Tripper. We've done things like Dark Knight, a Paul Dini story. We Three by Grant Morrison. Uh, yeah, we've done tons of stuff, and that's always changing. The great thing about this, guys, is if you want to participate, we make it super easy. Both the manga and the comic book club, whatever we're choosing. You guys can get it at an awesome discount. If you are a Hold Slot member with I Want More Comics, you can get them both for 30% off for the entire month wow. of, what, of whatever that you're, um, whatever month they're in. Mm -hmm. If you are not a Hold Slot member, you're just somebody who likes to come in, walk in, have fun, you still get 25% off all the time on those titles. Uh, this is just an awesome way for us to talk comics, get great comics into people's hands, and to spread the love. So again, um, that's going to be the second to last and the last Thursday from 6.30 to 7.30 uh, p.m. Mountain Time uh, here uh, at the store. We just uh, hang out and talk some awesome uh, comics. So it sounds like all you have to do is buy a comic book and then come hang out with us and talk about it. Exactly. So if you're interested, just stop by. We always have it at the front counter. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a great time, so be sure to check it out. Absolutely. Until next time. Yep, talk to you guys later. Bye.